0: Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez.
1: Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin. Thank you for listening to this episode of the How of Car Washing. I got two special guests with me today from JBS Chemicals. I've got Randy Wingert, who's the director of sales, and Erica Fay who's the marketing director. We're going to talk all things chemicals today. So thanks for joining me, guys and gals.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks. So Randy, I want to visit with you real quick. Kind of give me a little bit about your journey in the car wash industry. I always like to ask people that I interview how they got to where they started. And it's always very interesting to me and interesting to our listeners. But kind of give me an idea of what your journey in the car wash industry and how you found your way to JBS chemicals.
0: Okay, well... I, um, I started in the, in the auto detailing business in the 80s. Oh, wow. And so I, I was in the auto detailing business uh, during high school and college. And like a lot of people getting out of college, you're wondering what you're going to do. Yeah. And so I was fortunate enough to hook up with a company based in Chicago where I was living called Turtle Wax. And I spent 21 years with Turtle Wax, um, the first five years managing... 17 managing the sales and uh, detailing for 17 full-service car washes so i did that for about five years five years uh the next five years i was worked in waxes and washes on the consumer product side so first 10 years there at turtle and then the last 11 years I was the uh, director of sales and marketing for uh, the professional business in North America. So that was a pretty big run. I don't know, have you been with the company for 21 years before?
1: I have never been with the company for 21 years. I, a lot of times I haven't been with the company for 21 months. I, <laughs> I, uh, I was in high technology before I got into car washing and I bounced around quite a bit. Yeah. I think the longest stint might have been three to five years but that was that was pretty much it. But yeah, that's 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 amazing.
0: That's a long run, and it's a a great company too, and um, I really enjoyed it. It was a family-owned and operated company, and I think that makes a difference, because JVS is. Shortly after I was uh, at Turtle Wax, I I met up with a company called Bryco. Now it's uh, National Car Wash Solutions, And and the objective there was to brand the chemical program, which became Clean Touch. Uh-huh. And so I worked, and I had a branding vein uh, from working at Turtle Wax, so I added a lot of value in that capacity. I also brought Turtle Wax over and did a national distribution agreement between RICO and Turtle Wax. So I I kept tur you know kept my ties with Turtle Wax going into RICO. Um, since since that time, in the last three years prior to coming into JBS. Um, I work for Mark Seven Equipment out of Arvada, uh, Colorado. Yeah, and uh, that was quite a journey because uh, Mark Seven Equipment was owned by, or is owned by WashTech in Germany, which is a 550 million euro company. Yeah. So that was the first time that I've ever been uh, associated with something that large. But we did some pretty special stuff there as it relates to creating a product line. Um, for Mark Seven equipment with the um, National Joint Venture with Simon Ice USA out of Connecticut. So a lot of moving parts all told. I guess we're looking at it like 30 years, David. That
1: is a long time. You know, I've been in the industry for maybe 12 to 13, and I still feel like a new guy uh, on, <laughs> on, on, on many fronts because there's so many people in the car wash industry that have such a a history and you're you're a great example, Randy, of somebody that's been doing it for a long, long time. And you obviously enjoy it because otherwise you probably would have jumped off and sold elevators or something different.
0: Right. I like the car appearance part.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know, I was fortunate enough, uh, David, to be at a CEO conference in uh, San Antonio, which was sponsored by ICA, and they had a panel up. Uh, uh, car wash operators, very reputable car wash operators. And they asked, the uh, moderator asked these participants a question, first of all, how long they've been in the car wash industry. And many of them have been there like 30 years, just like me. And then they asked him, well, what's what's the number one reason you're in the car wash business? And really the thread was that you're really satisfying a lot of people, Yeah. right? And you know, it's not just about a clean car, it's about making the person with the car feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And it's amazing that our industry can do that to the volume of people that it really does.
1: Yeah, so, I, I, I totally agree with that. And I was always tell my managers and my employees, we're not here to wash cars. We're here to make people feel better. And once they kind of got that idea, then they understood why we did what we did. And uh, and I, I think that does make a difference. I think the operators and owners that do understand the fact that that's a psychological event as much as, you know, your car's dirty. The people that realize that are the ones that really provide the great customer service.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's You know, like we used to say um, early in, in the early days of Turtle Wax and the full service car washes, 100% of the time a uh, consumer is driving that car in there. Don't forget. Yeah. There will be a day. You ready for this? There will be a day where autonomous cars will show up at car washes.
1: I yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I don't know when that day is going to be. I think it's a lot longer than we think, but I, I do think that autonomous cars will change kind of the whole the whole industry. So we're we're going to go back from being a retail industry to being an industrial industry and where we put car washes will be different, you know, how we will stay open 24 hours a day because cars will start showing up in the middle. Of the day. We'll send them off to us to get washed and uh, everybody at home is sleeping. It'll get washed, come back and uh,
0: off, off you go. Right. So, oh, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. Erica, tell me yes. a little bit about, about your journey in the car wash industry with, with, with JBS.
2: So I started with JBS in 2010 out of school, um, assisting the sales and marketing efforts for a few years. Um, Left JBS, uh, I had an opportunity to move to Lexington um, and worked for a cable and digital advertising company. Um, Played a couple of roles there, first in operations, then moved into business development and later into sales. Um, So since then, I've come back to JBS and taken more of a leadership role in the marketing department um, and really moving JBS forward. So very,
1: very interesting. Very interesting. What do you like about the car wash industry? You're, you're, you're somewhat new to it. Like I would kind of consider myself somewhat new to it. What, what do you like about it? And it, it's always interesting when I talk to people who get in the car wash industry, like yourself, they, they don't ever imagine they would ever work, in the car wash industry, and most people don't understand how big the industry is. But what do you like about it?
2: No, it's funny you say that. Like you know, I have friends that are nurses or teachers or you know in business and other industries. Um, we're in Cincinnati, so a lot of people work for Kroger or P&G. Um, and then you know, I'm in the car wash industry, and it. I like that when I go to shows, you're meeting the owners of the businesses and the decision makers and, you know, putting food on their table for their, their families. Mm -hmm. Um, I I like the feeling that everything that we do here is a big impact on a lot of people. Um, so I like, I like that as well and that there are true results. So, you know, at the end of the day, we can see that our chemicals are working, um, and delivering those results.
1: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's that younger generation, Randy, that's coming up that I think will define what the industry is going to be in the future. So it's exciting to see people like Eric and other young folks getting into it and professionalizing this industry.
0: Are you referring to the millennial generation?
1: <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm trying not to say that because I say it too
0: much. I guess I'm referring <laughs> to the
1: millennials and whatever we call them afterwards. So there's a whole nother group after millennials. I think. That,
0: uh, I embrace it. Yeah, I embrace it, really. I mean, in the end, um, it has to ha- it has to have a seamless relationship with the car washes. So, for example, um, with the um, with the express washes, there's not a lot of Customer interaction in some cases, and I think the younger generation in many cases isn't really demanding that. Yeah, they just want to have a seamless transaction and a clean, shiny, dry car. Where maybe, perhaps, um, you know, a baby boomer maybe wants to have a wants to have a little customer engagement, yeah, and, um, and and have that emotional connection.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think I think we're we're seeing components of that, and you know operators and owners are trying to figure out how to balance speed and convenience and a frictionless process with giving some customer service and some customer touch points and i think that's that's kind of where the, the challenge is
2: yeah everything's instant now
1: yeah, yeah if there's an very, instant
2: gratification then you know you're not getting a good review. so
1: yeah i agree so tell me a little bit about JBS industries JBS chemicals who who wants to you know kind of give me a history of the company What you provide? I, I I did see that you guys provide Cleaning and chemicals to the aviation industry and as a pilot. I'm very interested in what you're doing there But uh, yeah, just give me a little bit of history of JBS
0: Well JBS just had uh opportunity for the 40th anniversary. So when you think about companies in general, wow. they're getting in uh, uh, four decades is a long time. So forming in 1979, uh, the companies operated in a few geographies uh, originating in South Carolina and also West Virginia. And uh, through a, a change of ownership um, at the turn of the century, uh, now JBS manufactures car wash products, detail products, uh, specialty janitorial, laundry, runway cleaners, drag strip cleaners, aviation and marine cleaning products in Lebanon, Ohio, which is just north of the greater Cincinnati.
1: So I'm going to ask a question here, and I think I know the answer to it, but I like our listeners. Why are all the chemical manufacturers for car washing located in Ohio? Oh, uh, That's a good
2: question. <laughs> the water is so them. great. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: I heard because of cheap access to water, so if you're close to the Great Lakes, that's one reason why because you you have to consume so much water. Is that true?
0: Uh, there is truth to that. Um, i Scott Baton, the owner, I've asked him um, you know why why Ohio what, one of the one of the great reasons, and it's kind of like the Chicagoland area is being centrally located for uh, logistics, shipping, logistics through um, so both coast being able to go to the East Coast to the West Coast being centrally located in the United States is the primary reason.
1: Okay, that's, that's another good reason. Well good, good. I've, I've always wondered that. I've, I've heard a few answers, but I'd, I'd like to get your take on that. so so how have, uh, so we've been doing this a long time. JBS has been doing this a long time. What, what's changed in car wash chemicals? What, what are some of the evolutions that you've seen over the years with car wash chemicals?
0: Well, I I think it, you know, it, it's interdependent with the cars, the market and the chemicals, they all kind of roll together. So being somewhat of a veteran in the industry, I can give you a little bit of a quick timeline leading up to the present. And that would be that years ago, David, they had the old lacquer and enamel colored paint finishes, Mm -hmm. right? Have the clear coats. And when the, when the, the chemical manufacturers, uh, were addressing the car wash industry. It was primarily a friction market or also known as the soft wash or the soft touch. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So back in the day, the paint finishes were pretty forgiving. Uh, the technology was very, uh, it would touch the car and, um, no one had a problem with that for the most part. But then, when the modern base coat clear coat paint finishes came into play that really changed the rules and the reason it changed the rules is because the auto manufacturers and the auto dealers were going to the consumers saying listen you don't have to wax your car anymore you have a clear coat paint finish that's where it originated with the dealers their trusted advisor and that gave way to touch free cleaning to say that if you're not supposed to touch the car, and they're more sensitive to abrasion, then uh, then touch-free cleaning came into play. And that, to me, was the biggest change um, in the 90s, into the turn of the century. And those cleaners were very, very sophisticated. Think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. you have all the different soils throughout the United States and Canada, and those soils change from the collegiate soils of Texas to the clays in the southeast to the winter wash markets in the upper Midwest and in the eastern and western provincials of Canada and probably the toughest cleaning conditions of perhaps in the entire world would be northern California up into British Columbia so to be able to clean a car without touching it with any type of brush was probably one of the most you know, the biggest innovations that that the industry ever saw at that time.
1: Hey, this podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at JBS Industries. JBS Industries is a family owned and operated chemical manufacturing company serving all levels of the commercial car wash industry for over 40 years. JBS Industries is recognized worldwide for developing superior car wash chemicals by continually innovating its products. JBS Industries also developed a comprehensive distribution network to serve you and its customers. So if you're looking for a car wash chemistry provider to help drive your car wash to the next level, then contact JBS Industries today at 888-745-0720 or visit them online at jbsindustries.com.
0: Since that time, you think, let's say around 2000 or so, David, where uh, all of a sudden, previous to that, you'd have, and I was around to remember when they'd have uh, free car washes at your convenience store. Do you remember that? I remember. Yeah, I remember
1: back in the day when you bought gas, sometimes you got a free car wash, too. You got a free car
0: wash. And, yeah. and the professional operator that was a freestanding car wash didn't like that. Right. In fact, you know, that, that was really going against the grain. So. That began the the concept of tricolors to get car wash upgrades mm-hmm. where you would have the uh tricolors perhaps it might have a, a strong scent. It was kind of pleasing. Now all of a sudden they were trying to get some uh, operators are getting a, an emotional connection to the uh, the motorist, their consumer. But the other one was the Rain X. The Rain X came in around oh let's say 2002 or so and they said you know what we've got this protectant a mineral seal oil emulsion that creates a uh, instant beating effect on the car made a promise of uh, 24-hour cure that type of thing and now car wash operators are saying hey listen you know instead of getting five six seven dollars a car You know, they're starting to get um, twice that because they became modern marketers and merchandisers based on, um, and I believe Rainex and Turtle and some of the other style brands really helped drive the fact that now chemicals can really make the operator more money. Do you remember those days?
1: Yeah, I do. And then when I first got started in the industry, RainX was still relatively new. I think we opened our first wash in 2006. So that was kind of the big product that everybody was trying to add to their portfolio. Um, So yeah, yeah. So then, you know, adding those additional types of brand name products, you know, we're definitely helping car wash owners ticket average.
0: Yeah, it's a ticket average. and, And some of the bigger brands, they became influencers. And it helped all the chemical manufacturers that could come up with and, and manufacture, you know, similar products. So now car wash operators were learning how to make more money. Um, we we got past the concern that clear coat finishes uh, can be used in in all forms of car washing because when they first came out, some of the there were concerns. So. That's, that's when I really got involved in the commercial car wash chemical business was just about that time. Even though I had a career history in car washing, the chemical side of it started on or about that time. So I was, that made me very interested because I've been in sales and marketing all my career. Mm-hmm. But today, today is the most exciting part, David. Yeah. And the reason, and the reason is, is that for the first time, And me being an auto detailer type of guy, I like to see a noticeable difference on the car. So whether you're you're machine polishing or hand waxing the car, the question is, can you generate hand wax quality in a commercial car wash on or about one minute going through a conveyor? And the answer is today is yes. And it's all driven by this new ceramic technology. Have you heard of it?
1: I have. I have heard of ceramic.
0: Okay. Well, you know, remember Teflon years ago where the egg would be in the frying pan and it just seemed like it wouldn't stick?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. It's very similar. You know, when you look at the ceramic technology, it's more of a chemical reaction, right? And it's, a, you know, not to go into the weeds on the technology, but let's just call it a positive-negative charged reaction on the paint finish resulting in hydrophobicity, where that top coat just now hates water. Hates water like that egg didn't sit in the uh, frying pan very well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And not only is ceramic technology giving way to that, but it also gives you superior shine and, and protection that the average motorist that, that looks at their car is going to see a noticeable difference. And that, that's something that's exciting to me because being in auto detailing, you could really demonstrate a, a noticeable difference. Today's ceramics, just they do just that. The other thing that the ceramic technology does is uh, a lot of car washes have this subscription or VIP service, um, one payment for a month's worth of unlimited car washes that ceramic technology when used on a regular basis or the consumer purchases on a regular basis creates a layering effect whereby it just creates additional shine and durability the more you use it the more valuable it gets on your paint coating it's yeah. an amazing it's an amazing technology and the end result to the consumer believe it or not their cars stay cleaner longer david yes so one would yeah one would argue and say well you know would that be good for the car wash because the cars stay cleaner longer well i argue that for sure that is value added all day for the first time that a a consumer can go into a commercial car wash and and have coatings applied to help keep their cars cleaner longer is really a cool thing
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And as we moved to kind of the unlimited program um, and we ended up getting more and more of our customer base was an unlimited customer. Our lives got so much better in terms of cleaning because most, you know, people were washing their car semi-regularly or regularly, whatever the definition of that was. But it was much easier to clean a car that had been cleaned regularly than the guy that came and hadn't washed his car in six months. right? And then that person is like terribly disappointed in the results because they don't wash their car very often. And so life life actually got a lot better um, when we had that unlimited program when it came to, to an operations standpoint.
0: No, I think that's great. The, the last, the latest uh, ICA survey, and ICA does a great job of, of polling uh, the industry, both consumer and the um, the operator and distributor communities, but the latest one talked about the VIP customer, and the VIP customer being a marketing person. I always believe in sampling and statistics. Right, sixty-one mm-hmm. percent of all the VIP customers that the ones that invest in the subscription uh, for the thirty-day unlimited are female, college-educated, a car less than three years. Of age and a household income above one hundred and forty thousand, wow. and what that tells you is we have an educated female customer. That's that's significant skew. Yeah. So you know, so if you're going to operate a car wash and you want to deliver value, um, the ceramic technology hits that hits that head on. Yeah. And if you can see instant gratification like that through an educated uh, consumer Um, you have you have quite a service portfolio now
1: yeah yeah and I think uh, you know I I think it's just one more thing they've got to do so keeping that car clean as best as they can at least on the outside I mean I I know what it's like having you know having kids and having a van and you know having kids trashing on the inside but at least the outside stays clean and that's that's just one more thing you know where where if you do have a good vip program membership program you know you can eliminate that friction where they can just drive up the gate opens they drive through and they're off doing other things so they kind of put into their errand portfolio okay let's 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 get the car wash as well
0: right it raises the bar for competitors right and yeah and, and the thing is, is that now with private investment or we'll call it private equity uh, money being injected into this car wash industry, um, it raises the bar um, to execute better performance. You know, you always hear the classic clean, shiny, dry car. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think as we go forward, we need to wow somebody. Yeah. We need to show them that, um, we really can make a noticeable difference to their vehicles and and the car wash industry is is doing just that
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's getting better and better which is exciting as well um, so
2: and that just that just shows um, you know, the demand of the Express washes um, as a consumer um, That's that's where I tend to go to I have a two-and-a-half year old a working mom I Want to like you said, part of my errands go to the express wash. That's on my way to the grocery store, or um, to go pick up the lo- the uh, dry cleaning or whatnot. So the drive-through aspect is is so crucial for for busy people.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that, Eric. And I, you know, one thing we always tried to focus on was making sure we can get people through the wash pretty quickly. So we always focused on throughput. And we didn't want people to wait. I think, and, and you can tell me, Erica, your thoughts. But I think time is the most valuable commodity that people are, are challenged with nowadays. And oh, I, I definitely. Love, I
2: how long? Those, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. How long did your wash take? It would
1: only take a couple minutes. The problem with us was the lines. I mean, we we mm-hmm. had like you know we, we can end up with lines, and I wanted to make sure that line kept moving, um, and that that was important to me. I you know if somebody if we had 20 cars in line. I wanted that person who was number 20 to know it was only about a 10 minute wait for them to get through. Mm-hmm. So, and they could consistently count on that. So that was the other thing is that they didn't get in line. You know, I was really focused on making sure our car wash was working properly. We had good maintenance because mm-hmm. I wanted to minimize the amount of downtime because I didn't want people, you know, getting in line and then the car wash breaks down or worse yet, they come to our car wash and it's closed because we've got a maintenance problem.
2: Yeah. That's definitely part of the holistic customer experience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. So, um, you know, I love full service car washes, Randy, and I sort of lament not doing it as often as, <laughs> as, as, as probably I can or will. And there's, again, there's frankly, there's not that many more in our, in our area, but uh, you know, how, how do you kind of, rationalize what's happening to full service versus exterior express. Is it just an evolution or cause there's a lot of people that are very sad about, you know, the, the, the lack of full service car washes.
0: Well, that's where that's, that was the first format I was involved in. And I was involved in was, uh, full service car washes in Chicago and Kansas city. And I don't know, know a lot about Illinois, but there were a lot of minimum wage hikes through the years And um, you hear the concept of elasticity of demand. Mm -hmm. Basically the principle says that, you know, the consumer's trying to figure out the difference between value and the price, right? And it's that relationship. And each year we had to continue to increase our prices um, significantly to meet the uh, minimum wage hikes and the labor cost associated with the full service format and it and it became pricey. Um, you know, I go around the country and I see full service car washes in the twenty four ninety-nine, twenty nine ninety nine, perhaps opening price point of nineteen ninety nine, plus tip, that's a lot of money, David.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I would agree. I would uh, agree. So, yeah, and there, I, I think there still is a market for that. I think it's much smaller, but I think there is still a market for full-service car washing.
0: For sure. And, and I, I lived down in Florida for a while, and I've spent time in Southern California. And both of those markets are what I call an appearance market, meaning there's full-service car washes alive and well in those markets because um, the, the culture, the, the culture of uh, the people that live there is a clean car culture. Yeah, Southern California different. When you get up into the Upper Midwest, and let's just face it, right now we're going into winter, and uh, it hasn't been brutal yet though. Um, yeah. But when it becomes brutal, like let's say the Chicago, the Upper Great Lakes area, the Michigans, uh, the Upper Northeast, um, their their cars are are getting tortured by salt and and all the uh, the contaminants that are on the roadways through the winter. And a lot of people just want that ability to go into a car wash and get the bad stuff off, get in and get out and get moving. Right. And I think you know, with the full serve format, um, you know, going inside and out of the car, they do have the express option, or what is also known as the flex um, format. It's just that the uh, express car wash format is starting to make a lot of sense to a lot of people. You brought up earlier, uh, and Erica brought it up about the scarcity of time that people have. Mm-hmm. Well, the express uh, format has, has met that head on.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think it's certainly appealing to a lot. And it's, it's kind of risen all ships, I think. The exterior express market is making the full service market healthier. It's making the flex service market healthier. It's making the in-bay automatic market healthier because people are just getting their their, their their behavior is changing from washing their car every 90 days and I've I've had so many arguments with a lot of my car wash colleagues on you know how often did, did people wash their car before you know the advent of memberships but I think we sort of settled on once every 90 days was the average uh, but but I think people's behavior is changing now where they're making it a part of their regular routine
2: well, with that, the economy is doing well, so people are buying new cars and they want to keep that car looking nice. So that that's helping the industry as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I've seen it, Eric, on both Eric on both sides, where um, people with older cars want them to continue looking nice because they don't want to buy a new car, so they're willing well, yeah, to make,
2: that's, that's true too. Make,
1: make 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 that investment, but certainly new cars, people, you know, p- people want to want to take good care of them as well. So. Do you guys see any difference in terms of cleaning ability for the different types of car washes? So, we don't have, you know, we've got a few frictionless or a few touch free tunnels in our town still. We've got a lot of inbay automatics. We have a lot of tunnels. Is there any differences in cleaning that you see, or is it just how people apply cleaning?
0: That's a good question. You know, have you, have you ever used the inbay automatics like the like at a convenience store, was yeah. Very unattended, right? Yeah, yeah. So the so capabilities of that machine, and, and I spent some time with two companies that that featured those machines, and the visibility of those machines is is suspect in some cases. We they would refer to them as Bob building out back, right? Okay. That visibility yeah. because their core format was fuel and C store. Right, building out back but the capabilities of that machine are as follows first of all there's it only has the ability since it's a robot right to be able to do um six functions of chemical Um, perhaps more in some sophisticated machines some less but the capabilities of that machine doesn't compare to some of the capabilities of a of a tunnel format first for capabilities of application. But the other thing is it takes too long. I mean, if you think of a soft touch uh, stationary, unattended automatic machine at a convenience store, might be three, four minutes in in total cycle time for a soft wash. Mm -hmm. And you're looking maybe at seven minutes for a touch free. After waiting in line and the throughput and getting in and out, um, it's it's starting to uh, compete against the amount of time that people actually have. Right. What's really cool now is to see the express formats start to pop up um, on major roadways. And I think what it does, David, is it gives a lot of visibility to the car wash industry, right? Instead of building out back, it's building out front. Right. And it's not uncommon in, in some of your larger metro areas to drive four or five miles down the same road, and you might see, I don't know, five or six car washes. Yeah. Significant professional uh, operated car washes, and and I think that's helping the industry um, in many ways. With the technology and, and being yourself, being affiliated with the Express Wash, you're talking about trying to get a car clean in perhaps one-fifth or one-fourth of the time of a, of a in-bay automatic um, or a rollover. And that takes a lot of cleaning science. Mm-hmm. So what you're seeing today in the chemical business for express tunnels is that expert calibration of chemical and equipment in sequence to execute a clean, shiny, dry car somewhere around a minute. And if you think about it, that's quite amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, You know, and there's a lot of science being put into it. And it's still science that I don't completely understand. I've been doing it a long time. But, um, you know, I have to rely on my – when I was the car wash owner, I had to rely on my chemical providers and the people that came on site and the distributors to kind of lay it out for me because I still – struggle with it i mean i've I've, you know i've been doing a long time asked a lot of questions but i still don't know when do you do low ph versus high ph i just sort of let them worry about it to make sure we we got we got the car that we needed right right
2: that's true i mean there's there is a lot of science to it and it's ever changing the soils and the water the uh, equipment efficiency of how what age the equipment is in um all of that is a huge factor not only the chemicals yeah
1: Yeah, and I I would always try to get my managers. I said, you know, when you open your wash, then go spend some time the first hour at the end of the tunnel and look at the product that you're producing. And I wanted them to always, you know, say the reason, you know, the reason why we do this is what's coming out at the end of the tunnel. So look at it, make sure you're good with it, and then figure out whatever adjustments you need to make, either chemistry adjustments or equipment adjustments. But definitely look at the product, you know, that, that 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 you're putting out there.